0: listening to when christians speak online talk radio broadcasting out of the washington dc metropolitan area today's voice crying out in the wilderness prepare ye the way of the lord when christians speak is dedicated to lifting up the name of christ jesus and spreading the good news every time. so
1: it's my brother, can you spare a dime? Oh my god shall supply my need. don't have to take because i am a thief. every day
2: God is my oh we're going to praise the lord everybody praise the lord just messing around praise the lord welcome to another episode of the bread of life on when Christmas speak talk radio network amen I'm Reverend Ray today I'm joined by uh Reverend Wavin robin white as we continue our teaching on spiritual gifts uh this is section of part 108 amen we don't care you to go back to listen to the others we are working on something so you can get them all at one time but uh for right now we're gonna start on that amen so how you doing reverend robin
1: i'm doing well reverend ray how are you
2: I'm doing well. I'm doing well also. Amen. So I wanted to let people know that if you have a desire to call into the show, the number is 646 to listen. And also you can listen through any of the different uh, platforms that we are on, uh, especially on Facebook or social media, that kind of thing. Uh, before we get started in prayer and get started with this exciting topic of spiritual gifts, amen, uh, I want to let you know that uh, on Tuesday, we have His Abounding Grace with Minister Vanessa Williams It's every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Declaring the Finished Work with Reverend Pat Mann is Thursday at 12 noon. Friday Night Joy, I, I do that. That's Reverend Reagan, friends, I also do the Bread of Life, which is today, and that's why I got Reverend Robert here to talk about spiritual gifts. Amen. Challenge to Change with Pastor Paul Morgan. as follows. Lifeline with Apostle Shirley Jones is every first Monday at 7 p.m. In fact, tomorrow, tomorrow, Apostle Shirley will be on Lifeline. We are live broadcasting. And the bold and the beautiful Reverend Novena Reed, Reverend Curtis Austin, and Minister Jordana Cunningham is every second Saturday at 10 a.m. This is a program that's geared for the young people. Amen. Adoration with Evangelist Lewis McElwain is every third Monday of the month. A very talented brother at 7 p.m marriage takeover the body of one reverend eric and reverend tamika thompson it's every third sunday at 7 p.m a broadcast that is geared for married couples or those that have a desire to be married listen they put out a lot of information our three real life real men real talk with Ray Rose, myself, Elston Green, Cleopas Malone, and Antonio Mitchell. It's every third Sunday at 7 p.m. This is a broadcast that's geared mostly to men, women, you can listen, and we try to talk about things that are, are true to the man's heart and things that men need to know about each other and trust and relationship with God. Amen. Our weekly prayer is called Midday Glory Prayer with Reverend Gwen Dixon. That's every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Amen. This is a free conference call number. The number is, dollar number is 641-715-3580. The access code is seven three two four nine nine. Amen. Amen. You can find more information about when Christmas speak talk radio and uh our broadcast if you go to when com, and uh you can find the different links and everything to find out about each one of us of the bios and all that kind of stuff you also can there's also a page there for donation if you like to sow a seed into the ministry we really would appreciate it amen what your the seed or what your gift does for us is allow us to further our ministry out into the, all the world. Amen. Right now, we have a listening base that's. And probably about over 130 different countries, and we know that's not, not us, but that's all. The glory goes to God. So we always need your help to e- even increase that, and, and maybe do some other things that we have planned and want to do and give back and that kind of stuff later on down the line. So you can go if you go to winchristmasbeat. dot com, click on the donate now button. Everything is done through PayPal. We would appreciate your gift. We are at five hundred one c. We are listed as a five oh one C three company, praise God, and we you can use that as uh for your tax tax purposes. Amen. So with that all being said, let's go ahead and get started in prayer. Again, I wanna thank Reverend Robin for joining me today. Father God, we come today first truly not by might nor by power, but by your spirit, God, to give you honor and to give you praise. We submit ourselves unto you, Lord Jesus, that we will only speak the words that you have given us to say, God, that it might prick the hearts of men and women, that somebody might cry out, oh, what must I do to be saved? Today, God, we give ourselves to you, Lord Jesus, that we go forth and continue to talk about spiritual gifts, God, but we need to know what the spiritual gifts are, and we need to know the source of the spiritual God, because truly the spiritual gifts come from you, it's a gift to the body of Christ to edify the body, God. So we want to teach on it. We want men and women and young people... To, to understand what their purpose is and uh, why you are doing the things that you are doing in their life, Lord Jesus, for your glory, so that some the strength in the church, so that somebody might cry out, What must do to, to be saved? So, God, I, I thank you for Reverend Robin joining us today, God. I thank you for his zeal when it comes to the teaching, Lord Jesus, for she is a very gifted woman. We pray that you will continue to bless her in her coming in and her going out this broadcast is all about you we submit our ways into you in Christ Jesus name amen amen and amen and amen so I, we were talking to rev robin i was i was talking I said we i was talking to rev robin earlier amen and we were talking about the gifts that we're going to cover today uh the the gifts are. uh i just had it Reverend. Rob, uh robin healing what happened lost the notes what are the gifts we covering?
1: we're gonna to cover today healing miracles and discerning of spirits
2: okay healing miracles and discerning of spirit I think i'm gonna um I love Reverend Robin when to talk, but I know <laughs> our conversation that we had earlier, so I think I'm gonna talk on healing uh first amen, and then we're gonna uh, flip flop and just Um, Go over some different things. So hopefully we can get through all these today, Amen. Uh, But when I think about the gifts of healing, Amen. um, I mean that's just something that excites me. Let me read uh, something about healings first. It says healing is the gift of the gift of healing is a special ability that God gives to certain members of the body to serve as human intermediaries through through whom it pleases to cure illness to restore health apart from the use of natural means. In other words, this is something of healing. When I look at, think about healings, Reverend Robin, I think about someone that got, that God has gifted to, to hear things that the doctors have given up on. It's not possible to be done a certain way. you know that. Uh, now, um, uh, it goes beyond medication because it's supernatural. Amen. Now, let me read you something else and then we can dialogue a bit. Okay, I think I hear it. Here we go. It says, in the Christian theology, the gifts of healing are among the, the spiritual gifts listed in First Corinthians um, chapter 12. In fact, a lot of the gifts of that are there, and that's what we're using as our platform. We're using the Bible, amen, as our platform. It's an a extraordinary charism, gifts of healing are supernatural um, enablements given to believers to minister various kinds of healing and restoration to innovation through the power of the Holy Spirit. Now, in other words, this is this is that this is not done by uh, uh, reading cards or witchcraft. This is done by through the Holy Spirit. Amen. And if the Holy Spirit is not there, then it's not the spirit, and, and that's another story for another day. But to get the healing, there's a very powerful and and it produces a, t- a testimony uh for people for the world to see. Amen. Um some of the greatest um, um healing that took place in the Bible. I was like I think about um Lazarus being raised from the dead, amen. I mean, um that uh, this just things like that or the woman with the issue of blood. I mean they there was Jesus of course done someone and even down healing um, taking place in today's time, I mean, you don't hear about it. Unfortunately, uh, you hear about everything else, but you don't hear about what God is doing. But, I mean, God is always still working um, miracles and still work doing healing in the people, and men and women um, in their lives. They, they, when I also, when I think about. Of healing. healing is not just in the physical because sometimes we need the healing of the mindset too, you know so the healing or the gift of healing man, is a very strong uh, edifying the body, amen, that the, uh, the people will notice right away, and they know it 's not the person and everything that they think, and God gets all the glory, and it's always for a purpose. You know, it's always for a purpose and to edify, to glorify God, to edify the body and to let people know that God is still uh, on the throne and he's still listening to prayers. Amen. Um, I have met uh, a few people that um, had the gift of healing, healing in my lifetime and everything. Uh, and they didn't always, you know, again, it's at the. Is that the unction of the Holy Spirit? You know, then always people will come to. Can you hear me? No, I can't hear you, but God can. And sometimes nothing took place, you know, and everything, um, and everything. But with the gift, of, it's always is is being led by the Spirit of God, Amen. And and doing it that way. But it's more, again, as Reverend Robin would say, a lot of times um, people put more emphasis. On emphasis on the person that's doing the gift and then the person that had that gave the gift and they elevate that person rather than elevate God and everything like that, you know, but healing is a very important part of in the body. I always said that if you're in a church and there's no deliverance, there's no healing going on, or nothing there's no teaching it's time for you to get out of dodge, man. you want to see of healing and miracles and all those things operate within the body of, of church and not just a one time. Amen. But you want to see those things operated because those are signs that the Holy spirit is on the move. Amen. Um, so I'm going to let Reverend Robin notice I know that she's got a, a lot of some things to add to that. I'm sure. Reverend Robin.
1: Bless the Lord. You, you really covered it quite well. Um, it the gift of healing and oftentimes people with the gift of healing, um, uh, God would use them, you know, and as Ray said, all of these gifts are of a supernatural nature, you know, and because they are God, they are spiritual, they are not natural at all. And and it's God comes forth and people have just a gift of healing, as, as Ray has said, where they can go forth and touch and heal and minister. And also, as Reverend Ray said, we cannot always just look at healing as part of a physical healing. Um, because, like you said, there are many healings that often need to go forth in our, in the lives of, of of the people, and I often uh, have viewed the, the greatest gift of healing, and not only healing but uh, miraculous healing, and we're going to be covering miracles as well, is truly to be born again. Yeah. And and he and, he, and Reverend Ray spoke on Lazarus, you know, and Jesus purposely did not go back until Lazarus had been dead and barren and was in the tomb for three days, wrapped in a cocoon of darkness, um, no longer living. And his sister and his sister was like, Well he now stinketh. He's 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 gone beyond what anything could be done for him. But yet and still that miraculous healing that Jesus went forth with and not only brought him back from death but brought him into marvelous light. And that is something that we can convey into our lives because that's where we were. We were we were walking death without Christ. We were not we did not have reconciliation. Uh we were blind, we were in darkness to who he was. We, he was not in our minds, he was not in our hearts. He was nowhere in the forefront but he came and he called us forth to be his children, and that—that that to me is one of the greatest healings that um, there is. And I know oftentimes you will hear people say, "I accepted Christ." No, you didn't accept Christ. Christ chose you. Christ yeah. chose to to bring you from that from that place of darkness, and to bring you into a marvelous light, to, to to reborn you and to make you born again, you know. So that is something that is um, really miraculous in and of itself. And, I mean, uh-huh. I know we all know some people, and you be like, they go to church now? They believe in God? Uh-huh. Wow, yeah. God is real, <laughs> and, you know. Uh-huh. And I mean, and that is a miraculous healing that we can all know that we have been touched um by the healing of Christ by the healing of God directly that his hands has touched us, and that is what is so important when he says that we should go out your very own testimony can go forth and heal someone else right. the very yeah. testimony that God has given you of what he has done to you can be used as that healing gift to give out to someone else. We cannot always look at healings as far as a physical healing because what does it gain you to receive a physical healing and not have Jesus Christ in your life? Right, right. What do you yeah. gain? There is no gain of that. You know, so the most miraculous healing is not only to have that gift to go and heal physically, but to also go and heal for an eternity And and that is And the way that happens Is through The coming And the teaching Or, the, or to You know Because we all Some water You know Some nurture But it's God Who gives the increase Into salvation And into him But what more wonderful thing is to be part of that process in God, to go forth and, and aid in the healing of out of darkness and into into a marvelous light. But, and as Ray said, you know, there are people who have that gift of healing, you know, who just can go and touch, you know, and just bring bring, you know, healing into the body, you know, and where God... You know where healing and intercession works the same. Where you can go and you can pray for the sick and you see that something has occurred. You can you can see that there has been a transmission that that God has gone forth and worked. And people can come back and say, you know, after you prayed for me, you know, I was better. I was well. So it, and and it it's and it's all of that. Is that is that healing hands that that God has given unto people those hands of healing you know and and it was so much so, and that and that gift of healing operated so much so in the life of Paul that people wanted even his handkerchief yeah, <laughs> you know that yeah. you know, they yeah. they wanted to even just to receive something that has been touched by him, but you know what the gift of healing is still operating in the church today; it is alive, it is well to those who are just submitted to him and and have just surrendered all over to him um, because it is it is real. God heals. God heals today, you know. And he God moves and operates through His people to touch the lives and to touch the bodies and to touch the minds and and to touch the emotional status of others. Because as Ray said, we can't Reverend Ray said so we can't leave healing just to the physical because there's all aspect of men that sometimes need to be healed. Amen. Mm-hmm.
2: Amen. real quick, I know of someone of course that uh completely um lost their mind and 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 after they lost their mind the uh, um everything has started to deteriorate in the body too, but the mind was the first thing to go amen and i and I remember that the uh the people God began to pray and as there are some began to fast amen Today I'm here to tell you she's completely here, closing in the right mind and everything. Completely here. I mean, it, it, her testimony even amazed the doctor. Amen. They they thought that they was, she was going to be locked up forever, you know, and everything. And her and I want to. the reason I'm bringing this up is because Robert and I've been talking about the mindset. We always talk about the physical body being healed, but when the mindset is healed. You know, when God changed the mind of a person and everything and they are closing the right mind, they have more of a zeal and desire to follow after the things of God, man. I mean she's she's preaching now, I mean, she's on fire and she's been on this is like almost thirty forty years ago. She's just, she's been on fire for for God and prayer warrior, intercessor, all of that. You know? But she 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 actually lost her mind. And God healed her from the mind, and then the body began to heal too. You know, so God just one of the things, Robin, we're going to move on to a second. And what God does, He doesn't do anything halfway. No. You know. he—he's no. a holistic type of God. You know, He take He take care of all of it. You know, He leaves no doubt that this was nothing, nobody but Him. That even the physicians got to say, you know, they wonder and everything, you know, and somebody got to tell them, hey, this was God, okay? This was nothing, because they, they had given up on her. And, yeah. you know, and just to understand, you know, that that type of healing, man. And, and Robin mentioned also the greatest healing is our salvation because we were sick.
1: <laughs> you we know, we sick. were lost and everything. You may not you know? view it as being sick, and that, and that is the whole thing. I mean, if you can just really stop and think. And just stop and think that from Adam to Moses, all died. Yeah. All died. You know, not even with the knowledge they were dying. And that's how we were before Jesus yeah. came. And and, then, and now we have a life in Jesus. And now we can also see the life that we had. And only until you have that life in Jesus, do you know how lost you were. Yeah. Because many who are lost don't even know that they are lost.
2: Don't even know it. And
1: even though you're talking to them and you may be trying to explain it to them, it's not even in their minds. It's not even, it's nowhere in their mindset, you know, because the things of God are just foolishness unto them because God has not enlightened them. I mean we can speak to them, we can talk to them, like we said, there's some that water, there's some that go forth and nurture, but it's only God who can give the increase of the understanding. And so we walk in, I mean we were you know, walking around just totally lost and totally dying and not even knowing. Mm-hmm. But yet and forth Jesus can be just that. He said he he desires that none shall perish. None. And that he will come forth and call us into that wonderful light, out of darkness, out of that death, just as Lazarus was, you know, in total darkness, already wrapped, just stinking, you know. And when they are laying there in that tomb, the people on the the outside who are in illumination can say, I know that they are stinking But they are dead inside that tomb, wrapped up, stinking, and not knowing. And that's how we were walking around in this earth, dead, stinking, and not knowing it. But for God and his healing. But for that healing of salvation. But for that healing of rebirth. That miraculous healing of rebirth
2: amen 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 so we can probably talk a, continue to talk about another hour about the healing graces of god and everything but yes. we do uh want to see if we can get a couple other things there. i think the next one was miracles amen and um uh it's, and when i think about miracles of course healing and miracles to me you know go hand in hand, but there's other different types of miracles that God, so, I mean, turning water into wine was definitely yeah. a miracle. <laughs> yeah. You know, we always think of miracles uh, when it comes to the, again, it goes back to the body, but there's other all kinds of miracles that take place in our life. Amen. Uh, let me read uh, miracles. Okay, let me see. Like, see, here it is, the gift of miracles. Again, it's a, superna- it's, it's a supernatural gift, God-given ability gift to perform special signs that testify of God. It consists of, see, in this, this one right, ahead had it right. It consists of more than the gift of healing, okay? Mm-hmm. It says the Apostle Paul exercised his gift against a sorcery, sorcerer when, who was attempting to turn away the proconsul Surgeon Paul, from faith. You know, uh, he's coming out of Acts chapter 13, verse 11. He says, And then I dare you, the hand of the Lord is upon you, and you should be blind. Now, he, this is what Paul telling the, the sorcerer. You should be blind, not seeing the sun for a time. And immediately a dark mist fell upon him. He went around seeking someone to lead him by the hand. And then the proconsul believed what he saw, what he had, had been done being astonished, astonished at the teaching of the Lord. Amen. So, I mean, there's all kinds of miracles. Look, you do, you do, you know, this is an example of someone that was messing, yeah, messing up, man. You know, another example of not, that, that a miracle that was done is that when the, the uh, Reverend Robin the young, the lady was going behind them and, and, and yes. telling them that well, they, uh, you know, and uh, mm-hmm. they just said, like, hey, told her and then it ceased. And everything; mm-hmm. these are all miracles, you know, because she was making money for her, her 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 people and everything like that. So this is all all different types of miracles So my I guess, my thing, is Robert, I'm gonna let you get a word in because I know you you know, you know about all about this. But my thing is you wanna be on the right side of a miracle. <laughs> yes, this is
1: very true. <laughs> you wanna be
2: on the right side of a miracle. You don't wanna be on the wrong side. You know? I mean you don't wanna be presenting yourself before the pastor like uh, um the two people I can never think of the name and they presented that they, they lied to the Holy Spirit, and they dropped dead oh, right yeah. there.
1: <laughs> The
2: husband you know, and wife. <laughs> yeah. yeah I mean, you don't want to be on the wrong side. So you want to be on the good side of a miracle. But people are going to talk about the miracle because people will be astonished by it. You know? mm-hmm. So, when I think of a miracle, it's something that just astonishes you. You know, and like the like the writer, the writer said, it consists of more than just the gift of here. It goes to that extra things. You know, it can be it can be physical, it can be emotional, it can be an object, it can be any, it can be your finances. You know, it can be anything. You know, uh-huh. it be, another miracle that took place in the Bible was was the stone being moved. You know. <laughs> you oh yeah, no, know, one, no
1: knows one knows when the,
2: that stone was no moved. Right? No
1: one how, no harm. Huh? No one knows when that stone was smooth. It was no
2: like who moved? Oh, who moved the stone? It took six men. They say it took at least six to eight men to put the stone in place. And all of a sudden, come on! I mean, I mean, we serving a God. You know, the one thing that we do see, we see miracles every day. Okay. We see miracles every day that confound the, the science and the the the, 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 the technology and all the, the the brains that's out there. We see miracles every day. The, the question is, are we are we are we aware that they're taking place? Are we looking for them to take place? We see miracles. God doing miracles every day. Every single day, mm-hmm. all of us are experiencing some form of miracle, and sometimes we don't even know it. Rob exactly. You know what I mean?
1: I think once <laughs> we're going to get before God, and 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 He just replayed. See how I saved you right there?
2: Yeah. <laughs> you see
1: how I opened that door for you right there?
2: <laughs> you know,
1: it, and it's just going to be so much. I mean, because you know we have to, as children of God, knowing the spiritual realm, knowing that what's coexisting here within all that is of God, it's also all that is of the enemy, all yeah, of the darkness. Yeah. We are walking We are walking every day in the midst of it. And yeah. we have no clue sometimes. Mm-mm. Those things where your angel is protecting you, where that angel, as you walk through your day, and those things, those miraculous things that are occurring, is where that angel is warring for you keeping you safe, you know, it's nothing short of a miracle. When we're looking at, wow, that was such, oh, my goodness, I don't understand how that even happened, you know. And I, you know, we can all have those testimonies, you know, as when when you were in need of something, you know. And I can recall that, you know, the kids were younger in need, and I needed a precise amount of money. And I tell you, nothing (laughs) short of a miracle that a check came in the exact precise amount. (laughs) Not a penny over, not a penny less. And all you can say is, but God, but God. I mean, and there are so many miraculous things that happen in our lives that we just uh, perhaps don't give God the glory for it. You know, and I think at some point we're going to be before God, and he's just going to replay your life, and he's going to say, I covered you there, I covered you here, I covered you here, I covered you here, your angel was working there, I sent someone to open that door for you i i I made sure i you know in one of the scriptures I have, I enlarged your steps so that you didn't know and you didn't even know that I enlarged your steps so that you didn't fall. I mean all of these things are how God works for his children, and it's all miraculous things. And as children of God, we just continue to walk and not even know that we're walking on miraculous ground, which is what we are doing. All of us who are children of God and have his spirit dwelling within us and have, and he has assigned angels. Don't you know, as a child of God, you have your own angel assigned unto you to look out for you, to make sure no harm or danger come unto you, you know, and to know that, you know, Irrespective of you, your angel is working on your behalf, doing miracles after miracles in your life, and, and and that is just an awesome thing. And we have, I know one of the things that I've read, I'm sure you all have read it, you know, and um, of the story where the, where there was the gentleman who was um, fell in a beam, and his axe fell into the water. You know, and he cried out that his axe had fallen into the water, and the man of God said, "Where fell it?" And he showed him the place. The place, and he cut down a stick and cast it in thither, and the piece of iron did swim, and he and, and it was recovered. Man, that is nothing but a miracle.
2: A miracle,
1: yeah. yeah. That is nothing but a miracle, and we have all had such miracles to just occur. And if we all really were to come on and say, you know, that was nothing but America, no one but God, no one but God, because miraculous are things, are things where it has come beyond the place of natural to be able to be done. There is nothing else natural that can be done for this situation, nothing.
3: People and it, doesn't nothing,
1: it has nothing yeah. to do with the physical thing. But you're in a situation, you are stuck in a room with no windows, not a door, not a, uh, anything. Mm-mm. And God gets you out of that thing. It has yeah. nothing short, that, is, that is just simply miraculous. And we have yeah. all found ourselves in that type of place. You know, and those people with the gift of miracles, God will use them it seemed to have them in the place at the necessary time to be his instrument to bring, to bring forth a supernatural change in someone's life. Mm-hmm.
2: Supernatural.
0: You know?
1: And so sometimes, you know, you would think, yeah, well, I had a contact who was able to do that. No, you didn't have a contact. You had a miracle. <laughs> yeah, You didn't have a contact that opened the door. No, God, God, that was God's use of them as a miracle in your life. Mm. See, we need to give honor and glory to God To where it belongs Because our lives are His Mm. So There are I mean, and I know From those who are listening If they just take the time now To just to reflect (laughs) And to think back On those things that happened In their life that just should not have happened Mm. Those places That they have taken themselves That they should not have been there but yet, God allowed them to get out unscarred, unmarred with their lives. Mm. And you look yes, back yes. and you're like, how did I get out of there? Yeah. How did I get, my, get out of that situation? It was a miracle. It was a miracle. Yeah. It was a miracle. And you know, and, and, and we need to write down these miracles that occur yeah, and be yeah. able to replay these miracles because they are instances where God has come and moved upon your life.
2: Yes, yes, yes.
1: And you're somewhere and, and you need to get out of a situation and he uses someone to come and get you out. A miracle. You know, and I just bless God that He has all of these gifts in operation in the body because you never know what gift is needed. But yet, and still, God has strategically placed the gifts in the body, has strategically placed people where they need to be, to be his arms, to be his hands, to be his mouthpiece, to be the intermediary, is which it is stated for both miracles and healings, is that, that God, you know, the body of Christ to serve as human intermediaries through whom it pleases God to perform powerful acts.
2: Yeah, yeah
1: human intermediary even to go forth and do the miraculous and I believe with, even with the gift of miracles and the gift of healings, although one goes up another step beyond is that the, the individuals with these gifts I don't even believe that God allowed them to, them to know the extent and the power of that gift that they have within themselves.
0: Hmm. Uh-uh. You see,
1: because God is not trying to make a superhero.
2: <laughs> no, he's not.
1: <laughs> he is just using you as an intermediary. And I believe that those with the gift of healing and the gift of, of, of miracles, that God even shields their mind so that they really truly don't even have the fullness or being not even necessarily the fullness, but they're not even a part or connected to when God is even using them to to bring forth these things. And just Mm -hmm. as Reverend Ray has said, people will come and say, I know you have the gift of healing, would you heal me? And people have to say, no, I I can't heal you. You see, truly a person with the gift of healing and gift of miracles has to be in a place of humility from, from which God to use them. Because otherwise you begin to take these things on upon yourself. And then what occurs is you not only hurt yourself, but you harm others. You see, because now you've taken on on God's role. It's not you he chooses to use you you know don't 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 think more highly of yourself than you ought because it's not you He's just choosing to use and move through you. You're just an intermediary, and he may not always heal through you. God chooses Jesus did not heal everyone Mm-mm. and the person with the gift of healing cannot heal everyone. Mm-mm. God, the Scripture says, I will have mercy upon whom I choose to have mercy upon. You see, and the person with the gift of healing cannot take it upon itself because someone comes and says, "Oh, sure, I can heal you." That's not so. We will beseech God, and if God, if God says that they're healing, then then that's that's between God and you. Right, 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 you know, I'm. Right, right. Mm-hmm. That's between God and you. You know, this is a place in which your humility, as with all the gifts, but with the healings and miracles are such supernatural gifts. Yeah. Such supernatural gifts, but I thank God will only use people who have that, that, that low base of humility with them. Those who have such a care and a concern for people and a love for people that God can just move through them, that their that reward is just to see that something has changed in a person's life. Yeah, yeah, Not seeking anything for themselves, but at that place of such a humility, Such a humility and such Mm -hmm. a love, such a care, and such a concern from a predicament that a person may find themselves in. Mm -hmm. And the gift of healing and miracles are supernaturally and wonderful gifts and awesome to the body of Christ yeah and i pray that for anyone who who may feel that God has been using you in these areas that you just remain humble before the lord that you just remain before his face that you just remain with that that care and that love that he's placing in you into people to into you to to love on people and to want to change the predicament and the places upon which they may find themselves just to keep it in prayer before God, keep yourself in prayer before God, and keep yourself in a place of humility unto God so that He can continue to use you. Amen.
2: Amen. Also, real quick, I, I believe this is just me thinking uh, about this, but I believe that most people that have that gift of healing or miracles don't really want to be in the limelight per se, you know. They
1: don't. That's that place of humility. They don't. Yeah,
2: that's a, they don't really want to they don't want There's all is that. Not for the
1: highlight, but for the people.
2: Yeah. But the people, you know. But the
1: people, and it's their heart. Those are the people that, It's their heart is for the people.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But we live in unfortunately we live in a day and time that everybody has a camera. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Everybody some things are not meant to be on camera. You know what I mean?
1: It
2: isn't. Some things are not really meant is. to be shared and everything like that. So um, if you i some some people I've, some people are getting healed or going through the process or of a miracle is taking place. People want to you know, I know the most people want to uh, uh, cut, uh record it so they can have it but sometimes you know those things are not necessarily meant that way okay but what comes out of your mouth <laughs> you know, the testimony and everything that's a whole thing. You know? Uh so even with as Robert, Robert said, even as someone that with those any of the gifts have to again have to be very careful about and uh and, and having some wisdom and with the gifts of healing and with the gifts of all the gifts have wisdom, right? Have a, have a have a wisdom with it. And everything, and and not allowing other people to, because the person might feel a certain way. Relevant, sometimes they, uh, they, they, sometimes other people uh, have a tendency to try to elevate something, you know, that God has not ordained to be elevated, you know. And amen. To, amen. So anyway, but um, that's just yeah. something I wanted to add. In there. Yeah. You
1: Maybe because you should not elevate man; you should just glorify God.
2: You should glorify God, that's what I'm saying, yeah. Should you should glorify
1: God. You know, you do not take the glory of God.
2: Yeah. yeah. Do not
1: feel yeah. the glory of God. It will not end well for you.
2: <laughs> not at it will, all.
1: It, it will, will not end well for you. It will yeah. not.
2: You will not share will his not. glory.
1: All that you want, if all yeah. that you want is the glory for man, then that is all you will receive.
2: Right, right, right
1: it will not end well for you. And I can just yeah. admonish that with all these gifts they are spiritual gifts. They're not they're not our gifts, they're spiritual gifts.
0: Right. They're for the right. spirit
1: right. They're, they're for the edification of the kingdom of God, they're for the edification of his people. They're for the edification and growth of, of the body spiritually. It is not to be um used for the natural man, not to be used for the world. But it but it is for The edification of the the people of God. That is what it's for until we all come into the fullness of the measure of Christ Jesus.
2: Right. That is
1: what all of the spiritual gifts are about. They're Mm -hmm. supply-sided.
2: Supply-sided.
1: They're not not for you to put upon yourself, but they're for you to pour totally out upon someone else.
2: Yeah. Amen. 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 So, uh, the next one we could talk about—we got about twenty-five minutes left, I believe—was uh discernment, uh, right? No. Discerning
1: of spirits.
2: Okay. Yes. Okay. All right. So, you're going to start off on that one. <laughs> okay. All right.
1: Okay. The gift of discerning of spirits—it's a special ability that God gives to certain members of the body of Christ to know with assurance. Whether certain behavior purported to be of God Is in reality divine, human, or satanic And many people with that gift of discernment Have um, noted or been able to note Whether or not what they see occurring uh, Is through phoniness Or or whether or not, you know, uh, it is really real Okay and oftentimes they can they would say that they can see the spirit of God resting upon people uh they can tell with a high degree of, of assurance when a person is afflicted by an evil spirit, or they can recognize whether a person's teaching is from God or from Satan or just from their own human origin you know and they can they can they can tell you know what things are genuinely. Um, of the spirit of God, or what spirit, or what nature of it, and I just like to stress that when it, when you start speaking about uh, the discernment of the and the gift of discernment, um, I like to stress that the gift of discernment is the discernment of spirits. That is what it is. Um, sometimes people say, "I have the gift of discernment because I know, I know what's Coming next for that person—that—that—that's—that's that's not the gift of discernment. The gift of discernment is the discerning of spirits. Right, it is—it right. is the discernment of spirits, you know, and that is what's um, most important about that gift. And it's—and it is awesome because, for one thing, in First in John four one through six, it says. Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits whether they are of God, because many false prophets are gone out into the world. Hereby you Hereby I know you, the Spirit of God, every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is of God, and every spirit that confesses not that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is not of God. And this is that spirit of the Antichrist, whereof ye have heard that it should come, and even now already is, in the world. Ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. They that are of the world, therefore therefore speak, and they of the world, and they, the world heareth them. We are of God. He that knoweth God heareth us. He that is not of God heareth not us. Hereby know we the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. And I say that. A person with a discernment of spirit, like all the gifts, we all to certain degrees have a gift of discernment, or we should. But those who have that gift of discernment, is still is one of those things where it's supernaturally above and beyond. It's the same with all our gifts, just like faith. A person with the gift of faith is supernatural and above and beyond, you know, just a measure of faith or just us who may have a measure of discernment. And I say, but that person with that discernment of spirits, I mean, when you have discernment, I mean, every ministry needs to have that gift of discernment working.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: Every ministry yeah. needs to have right. that, because with that gift of discernment, a lot of things are, are, are eliminated from even being able to occur.
2: Right, right, right.
1: Just see? So you definitely need a, a shepherd or a pastor of the house who has that gift of discernment. You right. know, and I, you know, it it is needed. You know, because mm. you need to be able. That to put those and cast those things down, which shall not, which should not be in your house. I mean, and I can speak that even for those who are in your homes, you need a sense of discernment. You see, cause you need a sense of discernment when something has gone awry in your house and when you need to start rebuking things up out of your house and getting, right. that, getting that foul thing up out of your house. You know, and so, and that is coming from being able to discern the spirit of what's before you. And it says, try the spirit to see if it be of God. I mean, because whenever, even if you, wherever you go and wherever you're receiving or wherever someone is pouring something into you, first and foremost, you need to cover yourself in the blood of Jesus and ask, you know, and be in prayer. Wherever you may go, that you receive only that that is from the spirit of the Most High God. Yeah that 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 is all that you want to receive and and you need to cast down any and other thing that may try to come and attach itself to you yeah. see and that it comes from having that gift of discernment you know and I know one of the, in Acts, this is when we're, we're speaking here with Paul, and that's Acts 16, and it's 16 through 18. And it came to pass, as we went to prayer, a certain damsel, possessed with a spirit of divination, met us, which brought her masters much gain by soothsaying. The same followed Paul and us, and cried, saying, These men are the servants of the Most High God, which show unto us the way of salvation. And and now I'm going to stop and pause right now, because the, the Scripture has already told us that she's doing things by the, the spirit of divination. Right. Okay? Right. And, but even those foul spirits know who the spirit of the living God is. Yes, they do. <laughs> okay, they know who the spirit of the living God is. And you see, and that's where we as children of God have to be careful of those individuals that we allow into our lives. You see, because and have that discerning of what is that spirit before you because they know the spirit of the living God. And oftentimes they they, they can go and misrepresent and misquote things unto you. And that's why I can tell you it is important that you know the word of God for yourself. Right, right. And that you get into the word of God so that you would know what is holy and what is not so that you would know what is of God and what is not of God, so that you would know the heart of God, you would know the thoughts of God, you would know the mind of God, so that when someone tries to come in with a dubious spirit or a foul spirit to come in to try to deceive you, you can say just as... as. Um, Paul here says, you know, and it says, but Paul, being grieved, turned and said to the spirit, I command thee in the name of Christ, of Jesus Christ, to come out of her. And, they, and that spirit came out of her at the same time, you know. And it was also at that point when um, Jesus was speaking and telling his disciples of those things that he had to do. And here comes, and here comes um, Peter at that time saying, not so. And Jesus says, get thee behind me, Satan. You see, because that evil spirit would, trump, would try to come in and use anything and anyone. But you need to be at that place when you know what your mission is and your assignment is and what God has told you to do, that if any spirit that's un, that, that, of course, is not going to be aligned with what God would have you to do, that you can speak to that thing and say, get thee behind me. You should not be a part in this walk in which I'm going to do because I know that I am following what my God has said for me to do. I am following the instructions of the, of the Most High God. I am following, following the, the instruction of the Spirit of the living God. So if anything, you need to be able to come in and have that discerning of spirits of what's before you so that you can know what you need to check, get rid of, rebuke, and cast out. And then those individuals who have that high level of discernment of spirit, man, they can chop that thing down immediately. They can rid it immediately. They can note, they can notice it immediately. You know, those who may not have that high degree of discernment it may take a while before you, before you be like, oh, wait a minute. But that person with the discernment of spirit has already peeked that card that that person got held, that that little card they got hiding under their their collar or under their sleeve to know that this person here is not lining up with the spirit of the most high God, that this, this spirit here that's operating behind because operating in this person is not of God and is not going about the things of God. You know, it's a self-serving spirit. It's an evil spirit. It's a demonic spirit, whatever it may be, but he can discern what that spirit is operating there. Right, will be able to not only discern it, but can tell you, you know that 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 there is a lying spirit. Well. You know that there is a conniving spirit. That there is a deceptive spirit. You know that, you know, and it's just to be able to discern the spirits. That is what the dis- gift of discernment is. It's the ability to discern a spirit that is operating within a person. And we know that the enemy can use anything to come at you, anything and anyone. And it doesn't, just because you are a child of God, that does not mean you cannot be used. And that is where it is important to, to realize that when you're, operating and you're dealing with people that you are not dealing with flesh and blood that you got to remember that you that that this is a spiritual warfare this is a spiritual arena that we're in and at any point in time you need to be knowing that who you're dealing you're dealing with is not that flesh and blood that's standing there looking looking at you but you're dealing with the spirit at all times no matter where you are no matter who you before you're always dealing with the spirit Anything
2: you'd like to add, Reverend Ray? Um, yeah, just a little. I mean, you did uh really well, I mean explaining a lot of different things, you know, especially the part and that uh the, the, the spirit of discernment is probably the least understood uh than most of the others gifts. Uh and mainly a lot of it has to do with uh teaching, you know. And you you have people that will say they have a spirit of discernment and really don't. <laughs>
1: and and know, really don't. I don't. I don't really need don't. to to smell alcohol on on someone's breath to say that I have a discernment that they that they have a problem with alcohol.
2: Right.
0: Because right. here it or is, o'clock
1: in the morning. I can smell alcohol in your breath. Right, There's no right, discernment right. in that.
2: There's no That's discernment. That's just in that. fact. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. But one of the things you mentioned is that we got to understand uh, what the, the discernment of spirit uh, means is spiritually to see and understand what the Holy Spirit and demonic forces are up to. Okay, yeah. in other words, it pulls wool the demonic forces because they do things that's in the dark, and what yeah. the Holy Spirit allows us to do is to pull their seat it to back. See, bring it to light and see that's what they're doing. Uh, that's what they really fear because you know some people can, and, and I'm talking in general, people can lie about how they feel about something, but when the the sermon is operating you see exactly how they really feel. You know, they might say they love you and, and, and then God's, the Holy Spirit showing you, no, they don't love you.
3: And
2: they try to do you in. They hate you or whatever and stuff like that, you know. But the, 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 it's, a, it's important within the body. Uh, even um, as, as the body grows, the spirit, the, the church grows or whatever, instead of peace in the church, to find out what, what kind of forces uh, spiritual... T- Spiritual attacks, or what kind of wickedness uh, in high places, or what, what's that word, uh, governments, or all that kind of, that might be coming against the church as a whole at that time. You know, because the a lot of times when we think of war, spiritual warfare, we think about what we what's in front of us, but that the of spiritual warfare is actually bigger than that. So you need some discernment because then what discernment. Does is to allow the intercessor or whoever is praying. Okay, this is what we need to focus on. This is what we need to pray on right here, and we need to do it like right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. We need to do it like right now and everything, because this is operating uh, within the body and everything like that. And, 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 and in most, in some cases, it's not necessary uh, individual, but it, it might be a more of a spirit that is shown and stuff to um to come within the body and begin to wreck havoc and more than one person. So we need to discern the is one of those race man that just goes like, look, this is it <laughs> You know, it, it, it allows the, our spiritual eyes to be open. Yeah. That's basically what we want. We want to be able to see uh um not only what God is allowing is doing in our life, he'll show us things, but we definitely want to be see what the enemy is up to. We don't want to be blindsided by the enemy. You know, that's his task is to do things in darkness, to blindside. It's nothing nothing new, but it, you know, you be thinking something is everything is okay and there's some things that are going on in the background that you can't even see. You know? And what the sermon do allow you to see those things and, and uh reveal those things. So that, then God would give you instructions, you know, and, that, and that a part of that, he will give you instructions on how to deal with those things too. Amen. Yes, he will.
1: Yeah. Yes, he will. Because, you know, there are so many and just so many um, spirits. Yeah. And there are so yeah. many spirits. Yeah. And, and and they're out there lurking. You know, yeah. for a better word, you know. Right, you right. know, you have um like just just to name a few, um, that are there, you know, you have that some people may have that um that spirit of anxiety, you know, that spirit right, of bitterness, right. you know, you have spirit of confusion, you have the spirit of con- yeah. you know, of conspiracy, Control. of beefness, <laughs> of delusion, you know, the yeah. spirit of the uh the spirit of doubt you know the yeah. spirit of 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 um yeah. folly and yeah. the, the spirit of forwardness and you know the spirit of evil speaking the spirit of gossip you know the spirit of envy you know the spirit of disobedience the spirit of discord the spirit of despitefulness you know right. just you know, it had the spirit of wrath, you know, the spirit of wickedness. I mean, you, they are like,
0: yes, and it yes, goes yes. on,
1: and it goes on, and it goes yes. on. You know, you have the spirit of hatred, the spirit of um, high-mindedness, the spirit of idolatry, the, you know, the spirit of lasciviousness. We've spoken of the spirit of lies, you know, the spirit of maliciousness and the spirit of mischief you know, the spirit of naughtiness, the spirit of pride, the spirit of uncleanness, you know, the spirit of strife, the spirit of sedition, the spirit of reprobate, the spirit of unrighteousness, the spirit of violence, and the spirit of vainglory. I mean, and and I would suggest any pastor or anyone leading a ministry, any person leading a church or leading a group, I mean, you need to go in and, and actually do a study of spirits. I say because, you know, it is one thing to have the discernment of spirit, but and, uh, but it's nothing to know what these spirits are. I mean, because when you're in these roles of pastors and shepherds, and you have people coming, you know, sometimes they come in for counseling, they're coming, you know, just to speak, they want to get next to you, they want to get to know you, they want to. You need to know what's coming up before you. Yeah, you yeah. really do need to be able to discern what is coming up before you. I mean, what is operating? You know, you you got a situation occurring in your in your church. You got a situation mm-hmm. of some type of divide going on in your church. You need to be able to discern what spirits are operating here. Right. You know, what's what's the moving force behind this? What what right. is what is causing this to occur? What what actually is the moving force? What spirit is moving behind this? You know, so it is necessary to 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 know, you know, what is holy and what is not. And that's what right. it comes mm-hmm. to. You see, mm-hmm. because we know all of those things and all of those characteristics of the Spirit of God. We know those things. You know, we know the fruits of the spirit, those things that will come forth, that, that you know, that that joy that's weak that 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 meekness, that gentleness, you know, that long suffering. And you you know, you we have all of those fruits of the spirit to know what's being produced from a godly spirit. Right. You know, but these things that are produced from an ungodly spirit are numerous. Right. right. And they will always always be contrary to the things of God.
2: Right. And they're coming after you. They, they'll come after whatever that you may be weakened, it's coming after you, okay?
1: Yeah.
2: yeah it, it'll come after you and present yourself, because the enemy is, is conniving, he's devious, and it present itself in a way that you, you may or may not realize unless the spirit of discernment of is operating in you or someone close to you. So you have to, you you just have to be, man, this is a season of prayer, man. We need to be on our face 24-7, you know, because the enemy is doing his part, Reverend Robin. You know, he's doing his his part and stuff. And um, uh, this is also a season of prayer, but it's a season of finding out more and more about our Savior. Amen. So we can be able to stand you know, and we can be in right relationship and fellowship with Him, so that no matter what, no matter what the enemy presents to us, you know, because of our belief and because of our relationship and our intimacy with God, it won't stand. Okay, it falls. It won't stand. It will fall. So we it need to fall. be. Will fall, and enemies. that's
1: what it's saying is it we need to just be and just know who God is.
2: Know who God and, is.
1: And it was it's a scripture I don't have it handy before me, but if all you eat. Is honey and all the sweetness of God. When something unlike that comes into your path, you're going right to know it right away. You're going to yeah. know right away this is not of God. Right, you know, right. Somebody has put some vinegar in my honey. <laughs> right. you, you know, because if that's what you're feeding on, if you're feeding on the word of god if you're feeding on you know just being in his presence if you if you're if if your wholeness is just your thought process your pattern of thought and everything is of the things that are above if it's, it's, it's if it's on the most high god and all of those things that pertain to him when something unlike him cross your path it's going to be like whoa your antenna is going to go up right a minute you're going to be sitting there looking alert like okay
0: you right, right, you looking, right.
1: looking around. You looking around and you're gonna say, Hey, something unclean has come up in the mist. Right,
2: right, right. And Dr. it Uncle-
1: needs to be dealt
2: with. Amen. 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 Thank you, everyone. Thank you for listening. Uh we're gonna pray out in a few minutes. We'll let Reverend Robin close us out. I do wanna say um like and reiterate the the teaching that we're doing right now on spiritual gifts, amen. All these things deal with the Holy Spirit, okay? All um, of them. All of them. All of them deal with the Spirit, to get, Spirit to get, uh, the Holy Spirit. You know? Without the Holy Spirit, they won't operate. You know, we're not talking about talents and and all that kind of stuff. We're not dealing with that. We're talking about the gifts of the Holy Spirit, okay? And the Holy Spirit is is the it's a it's a gift within themselves. It was the reason why Jesus told his disciples go and tarry um in Jerusalem until that they received the Holy Ghost and everything. And that same gift is available for us today too. Okay. Uh it, it will take, gotta say, there there's some things that have to be uh receiving Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Maybe that's not you, you know. But uh that's open to, for you too. Because all the Bible said the same. Should you say, okay? Uh, and then the, the request of the Holy Spirit is something that, that you can get. Is there for you? He wants you to have it. That was, that's why he he sent the Comforter. You know, it's not enough. Okay, so I want to put make sure that everybody understands. this. So a lot of the teaching we are doing, I mean. Uh, is for um, believers, more or less, I want to say, you know, but I take that back. It's for everybody. Okay. Because we don't know whose life is going to touch that may be unsaved and don't, never knew Christ as the Lord and Savior. And basically we want to let you know that there's a way out for you and that way is through Jesus Christ, you know, the son of the living God. Okay. The son of the living God that died on the cross for your sins. That's what, that's it. You know, you want to experience him? <laughs> Try Jesus. He's there waiting for you with open arms and with love, an unconditional love that you can, can't even imagine just how much that uh, our Lord Jesus, God loves you. You just can't. There's no words to, to put into place to explain the love that he has for you, the point that he was willing to die on the cross for you and me and anybody else, you know, that will receive him, that will believe on him. That's it. So, what we're going to do? I want to thank everybody for listening to the broadcast, and uh, we will continue, I guess, later. I'm not sure uh, at another time with uh, um, spiritual gifts for Reverend Robin. I think we probably won't come up again until the end of the month, Amen. Uh, but I thank Reverend Robin for her zeal again and her teaching and the anointing that God has given her, Amen, uh, and placed on her life. Uh, we're going to turn everything back over to her. Amen. Don't forget about tomorrow night. Uh <laughs> like flat with Apostle Shirley Jones. first, first Monday in the month. We're gonna turn everything back over to her. Amen for la- any last words and to close us out in prayer. Reverend Robin.
1: Oh, bless God. Um, I just thank God. Um Reverend Ray just for this opportunity just to continue to share those things that are of God and and just to continue to share with the people of God with regards to the spiritual gifts um, and just to truly know and I cannot uh, reiterate enough or speak enough that spiritual gifts are just that they are spiritual gifts and they come from the spirit of the Most High God um, and they are dispersed and, and diversified and sent and distributed among the people of God by God himself um, mm-hmm. that Man has no portion in it um, that is all about God. You can't, you know, you don't decide which gifts you get. Um, no. God is one who distributes the gifts unto us. And so, and and not only does he distribute them, but it's up to God to use the gifts through us. We are truly only vessels um, in the hand of God with regards to the spiritual gifts because God, um, who is, uh, the ultimate of uh, of ultimates you know he is the holy Spirit you know, and he he shares um, but it through Christ Jesus, his spirit with us, um, but um it is he who goes forth to 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 um uh, move and operate through the Kingdom of God by His spirit, you know so it is up to God uh, to to go forth and and operate these spiritual gifts and um, He and He alone is the only one who can do it. We are blessed in the fact that when He is using us that we are hid in Him, and that we have His presence with us but but it is truly God who moves and operates His gifts, and that uh, we are just if we can just be surrendered vessels in a place of. humility, just to allow him to have his way in and through us Um, that is just a magnificent part of just being in Christ Jesus amen so Heavenly Father we just right now we just thank you Lord God for for all that you're doing in our lives Lord God we thank you for your spiritual gifts we thank you Father God that you left them Lord God with us Lord God so that we can be edified so that we can come into the fullness of Christ, into that perfect man, Lord God, so that, Lord God, that we all, as sisters and brothers, Lord God, in you, Christ Jesus, that that we can be edified, that we can be uplifted, Lord God, that we can grow into a confidence in our relationship with you, Lord God, that, Lord God, through those that you give as teachers, through those that you give, that that gift of knowledge, the gift of wisdom, Lord God, the the gift of discipleship, Lord God, the gift of faith, Lord God, Lord God, all of your gifts, Lord God, that move into operation, Lord God, to help us to become all that you have called us to do, to help us, Lord God, to be, to be more focused and to be more determined and to be more sure, Lord God, and to be more steadfast, Lord God, in the purposes that you've placed in our lives, Lord God. For Father, we know, Lord God, as your word has Said, Lord God, that, that you have a purpose for all of us, Lord God, that we have created in you to be your workmanship, Lord God, that you have a role for us to play, Lord God, in the kingdom, Lord God, and that you have chosen us specifically, Lord God, to do your work in this earth, Lord God. So Father, we thank you, Lord God. We thank you for endowing us with the gifts, Lord God, to go forth, Lord God, and magnify you and to be witness of you. That when people see us, they see you, Lord God. That when they see your gifts in operation, they do not see us, but they see you, Lord God. And they cry out, What must we do to be saved, Lord God? Because there is no greater place, Lord God, than to be in Christ Jesus, Lord God. Because He is our refuge, our high tower, He is our rock Lord God, he is our shield, Lord God, our deliverer, our redeemer, our strength, Lord God. So, Father, we thank you, Lord God, for the opportunity, Lord God be chosen of you, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, that it has nothing to do with us at all, Lord God, but it was your sheer choice, Lord God, to call us into your fold, Lord God. And Father, we thank you for all of those gifts and and things that you have left there for us, Lord God, so that we can be successful in our walk, so that we can be edified and, and grown up and matured, Lord God, in our walk and in the things of you, Lord God. So Father, we pray, Lord God, that you be glorified, that you be magnify that you be exalted Lord God in our lives and in and through our lives Lord God that we would not fail to always to give you the praise honor and glory Lord God that we take nothing on as ourselves Lord God we thank you Lord God that we have the righteousness of Christ Jesus and not our own Lord God Father we thank you that we are holy because you are holy Lord God we thank you Lord God that you ran and put the robe upon us and the ring on our finger that you kissed us upon our neck and you called us your children lord god that we thank you father i pray that each and every one of us lord god well that we will walk as if we are and knowing that we are the king's kid it's not even a if, Lord God, but we walk knowing who we are and who we belong to, and we know that our Father has all things, and all things are ours, Lord God, for we are, Lord God, an heir with Christ Jesus, Lord God. So, Father, I pray, Lord God, that as we go through this season, this time of thinking about Emmanuel Christ being with us, Lord God, that we would just give you all the glory, all the praise, and all the honor for all that you have done for us, and is in Christ Jesus' name that we We do pray, and we all
2: say amen and amen. Amen. God bless you. Thank you again, Reverend Robin. Thank
1: you very
0: much, Reverend You're listening to When Christians Speak Online Talk Radio, broadcasting out of the Washington, D.C. metropolitan area. Today's voice crying out in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord. When Christians Speak is dedicated to lifting up the name of Christ Jesus and spreading the good news.
3: Join us for our weekly broadcast, His Abounding Grace, with Minister Vanessa Williams. That's every Tuesday at 7 p.m. On Wednesday afternoons at 1 p.m., join Rev. Gwendolyn Dixon for the Midday Glory Prayer Line. The dial-in number is 641-715-3580. The access code is seven three two four nine nine. 499 And Wednesday nights at 7 p.m., Challenge to Change, where real transformation begins with you. That's with Pastor Paul Morgan of Chosen Generation Ministries in Richmond, Virginia. On Thursdays, live at 12 noon, join Reverend Pat Randall for declaring the finished work. For an hour of worship, exhortation, and prayer. Reverend Ray and friends are here on Friday nights at 7 p.m. With the joy of the Lord on Friday Night Joy. Sundays at 7 p.m. Join Reverend Ray for Bread of Life for a Word in Season. And don't forget our monthly broadcast. First Mondays of every month at 7 p.m. Be blessed with the teaching ministry of Apostle Shirley Jones on Lifeline. On third Mondays at 7 p.m., join Evangelist Louis McElwain for Adoration, a broadcast of worship and ministries on the mission field. Second Saturdays of the month, join Rev. Curtis, Rev. Novena, and Minister Jordana for Bold and Beautiful. A youth and young adult broadcast setting the world on fire with the love of Jesus. All broadcast times are Eastern Standard Time. Hey family, I want to introduce our newest broadcast that joined us in 2018, The Marriage Take Over the Body of One, hosted by Rev. Eric and Rev. Tamika Thompson. They will be addressing a wide range of topics that will serve to encourage you and to strengthen your marriage so remember that every third sunday at 7 p.m eastern standard time the marriage take over the body of one
0: when christians speak talk radio is a non-profit ministry
3: Christian Speak Talk Radio is a 501c3 nonprofit ministry, so all of your gifts to this ministry are tax deductible. So go out to our website, www.whenchristianspeak.com, and click on our donation page.
0: Hey, family.
3: We are excited to have two new broadcasts added to the When Christians Speak Talk Radio Network. Marriage Takeover, The Body of One. Hosted by Rev. Eric and Rev. Tamika Thompson. It airs every third Sunday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Our hosts cover a wide range of topics to help build stronger marriages. They leave nothing off the table. Our newest broadcast, R3, Real Life, Real Men, Real Talk, premieres Sunday, October 14th at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and will air every second Sunday of the month. Our host, Elson Green. Cleophas Malone, Antonio Mitchell, and Ray Rose will create a space by men and for men to have real conversations. It's time to be free, men, from false standards and the expectations of society, family, and self. You don't want to miss this first show this Sunday, October 14th at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time.